Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. There we go. It's that button thing again. Now I'm going to get the text message from Super Dave <laughs> dinging me on the button. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Anyway, friends, welcome to Political Coffee. It is the end of the week. You know what that means? It means it's your day, your day to call and talk about whatever you want to get off your chest today politically. And it's really, we call it Freedom Friday. And it's really easy. You just pick up the phone and call 503 589 1220. 503 589 1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. And you can send me an email to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Are Senate Republicans winning the PR battle? What do you think? Also, what about Tucker Carlson? Apparently is floating the idea of hosting an alternative Republican presidential debate. An alternative to what? To what the Republican National Committee is doing with Fox News. Mm. That would be interesting. Would you watch that? I probably would. Maybe you want to talk about, I mean, anything's on the table today, but maybe you want to talk about this story in Willamette Week about how Shamia Fagan allowed La Mata, that's this very controversial uh, marijuana company, Fagan allowed La Mata's co-owner to edit language describing the scope of the state audit. Oopsies. Let's see, I'm getting paid $10,000 a month, and what do I got to deliver for that? Oh, we're doing an audit. Hmm. Why don't I let the owner, you know, the person writing a check that's for ten grand a month, why don't I let that person just sort of look at the summary and, you know, give me their input, and eh, we make any changes. How many ways can you say not only corrupt, but illegal? Maybe you want to talk about that. Maybe you want to talk about um, Phil Knight giving another $2 million to the um, a political action committee called Bring Balance to Salem. It's a Republican group. Bring Balance to Salem. Now, Folks, he gave the money a month ago, so it was before the Republicans decided to walk out. So don't try to draw the nexus there. Um, other things that are in the news, including this um, this story about how apparently there's a FBI memo. Um. That, uh, I guess, it 
says there's uh, it just points to absolute corruption with Joe Biden. Now, you wouldn't think there's anything new here, but the question is, why hasn't anybody done anything about it? Maybe you want to talk about the Gateway Pundit story about Lego. Lego has gone woke as it launches new gender-neutral toys in a bid to break stereotypes. Folks, you know what's happening to Bud Light? Uh, they're losing big time. Okay. Maybe we ought to do that to Lego. Maybe we ought to do that to any company. Go woke and you go broke. Bombshell email shows ex-acting CIA chief Mike Morrell pleading with John Brennan. You know, the Muslim former head of Obama's CIA to sign the spies who lie letter. Give Biden a, quote, talking point to push back on Trump, unquote, during the debates. Lots to talk about uh, today, friends, including... Some interest. I mean, there's like 200 suspicious activity reports on the Biden crime family, right? We've heard about that, but they reveal sex trafficking, money laundering. Wow. Will it matter? Will Republicans really do something about it? Hmm. And then there's apparently Republican presidential challengers telling donors that Trump is going to be taken out of the race. Good luck with that. I don't think he's going anywhere. Lots to talk about today. 503-589-1220. It is Freedom Friday. In fact, Linda writes an email. If you want to send an email, I'll read it today. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. About Republican Senate Republicans losing the PR battle. She writes, all I have seen on the national news limited to RAV Real America's Voice and Newsmax is Oregon has passed a slew of gun ban bills. So you tell me who's winning. I wake up this morning and I look at Channel 12 and (laughs) I see I see an anti-gun activist saying this is now all about guns. That's the whole reason that they walked out is to stop the gun bills. And Tim Canope continues to double down. No, this is about the Democrats not following the law on reading plain language. Who's winning? Who's losing? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. And Art, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. It is Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about anything you want to talk about. I'll try to stop pontificating jim writes an email says but they did the right thing but will they get the messaging right he's talking about the republicans in the senate walking out i know why they walked out but does the average citizen do parents know what house bill 2002 means for their child's future do law-abiding oregonians know that house bill 2005 will make them into criminals republican senators he writes your bravery may cost you but I appreciate why you walked out. Just tell the people why. 
on an emotional level they can relate to. Don't tell us it's a bad law or it's poorly written and unconstitutional. Tell us the reason behind the reason. If anything, it buys us a little time. Thanks again for your time and service. That's an excellent email. And every one of us ought to be sending it to the Republican senators one at a time. Congratulate them for standing up, doing the right thing. But urge them to use the emotional message that moves the needle. What they're saying right now ain't moving the needle. Let's see what Art has to say. Art, good morning. It's on your mind on Freedom Friday. Jeff, um, I've been dealing with a uh, newbie on the House side, uh, Representative Deal. You might know him. I don't know if you've met him yet. I Uh, I have on numerous occasions. Pardon me? I have on numerous occasions. Uh, Anyways, um, you know, he's new. He's never experienced, of course, the wonderful Democrats and their BS. (laughs) But, But let me say... Okay, uh, I actually spent about half an hour on the phone yesterday because the beat goes on and the Oregon State Legislature yesterday moved the Oregon Commission for the Blind budget onto the Full Ways and Means Committee, which means now they're going to look at it and try to decide how much money to spend or waste uh, concerning blind people, whether they want to invest in uh, making themselves sufficient, which is really the goal of the Oregon Commission for the Blind, uh, so that they can become a part of society like I have all my life and contribute instead of suck off. If you know it, well, you know, Jeff, because you've been around me for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, everybody needs to be aware that these agencies waste a lot of damn money uh, and break a lot of dang laws, Jeff. Uh, In fact, we're getting ready to sue the Commission for the Blind in federal court for denying blind people, their ADA rights, which, you know, the ADA uh, was passed so that people with disabilities could, uh, you know, get a fair shake in society. Not privileges, but a fair shake. Not be discriminated against. Anyways, to make a long story short, Jeff, people need to wake up. Okay, they need to be very proactive in the budget process and make sure we're getting uh, our money is being well spent by all state agencies. The Department of Human Services, no offense to the employees, it's all about leadership, Jeff. Waste money, and we're the ones to pay for it. The employment department, when they screwed up with the dang computer system. I mean, the list goes on. But we must be engaged. We must hold them accountable, including Shamia Fagan. She should end up, uh, at the very least, convicted of official misconduct in the first degree. And she should be ostracized and kept out of 
government for the rest of her damn life because she broke the law. She went against her um, uh, the paper she signs to defend the law. She broke the law and took advantage of the system. And God, can you imagine? She was one step from her governorship. I know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to roll, Jeff. God bless. God bless everybody. Thanks, Art. Hey, people, if you don't wake up, the waste is going to continue, and you pay for it. We pay for it in our damn taxes that they waste every day. God bless. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. The chief of staff for Senator Kim Thatcher posted today, well, actually yesterday, a very strongly worded email to the officers of the Oregon Republican Party. I'm going to get into that when we come back. And also... What happens if you're a young American man and you stand up for courage and sacrifice and you defend innocent people in the public square from crazy people who are trying to do them harm? You're going to get prosecuted. Apparently, that's what's happening across the country. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, it's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about politically? Anything is on the table. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I will read to you at least the basic concept of this long email from Kim Thatcher's state, Senator Kim Thatcher's chief of staff. He's worked for her for 16 years happens to be your mother fine woman but she's very frustrated with the Oregon Republican Party and she's not alone because I have other emails out there hey by the way gotta uh, remind you that Eric Azer Righteous Renovations is a guy you ought to think about talking to if you're thinking about you know, remodeling a house or even new construction because that's what he does. He specializes, yes, in kitchens and bathrooms, that kind of thing, especially tile work. He's very good at that. Lots of great pictures before and after of his projects on his website, which is righteousrenovations.com. Eric's a man of faith. He lives it in how he works with you. That's a good thing. So check it out, RighteousRenovations.com. 
you see the quality of work that he focuses on. And he focuses on quality. He doesn't focus on quantity. Quality. RighteousRenovations.com. Now, Ken Thatcher had planned to be gone from Oregon uh, during this time. She got excused ahead of time. Uh, don't think that she was... In fact, I know she was not planning on this walkout, even though she's very sympathetic to it and believes it's the right thing to do. Anyway, so her chief of staff is her mom. And her, here's what she writes. And she sent this apparently to the Oregon Republican Party officers Quote, if there were ever a time for the ORP to support Republicans in office, it is now. With the Democrats running amok, support from the ORP would be most welcome. I've worked for Senator Thatcher for 18 plus years and never, never have I seen the ORP support their own legislators or step up and support them morally or any other way. I've never seen meaningful communication with legislators. I've never known of ORP's help. When the legislature, legislators were stopped, forced to stop bad legislation the only way they could, walk out. It's as if the legislators are not an important part of the ORP. If I didn't know better, I would think there was no ORP. Over the years, I've asked various Republicans why that is. Nobody has a meaningful answer. Nobody. It's as if the ORP doesn't really exist. Unfortunately, all I have noticed is infighting and little to no support and never on the same page as any of the legislators. This needs to change. We're losing Oregon to the far left. People are fleeing the state. It's time to wake up and help. Surely we all have something in common. Surely we could be communicating with each other. Republicans all over the state under the umbrella of the ORP? Question mark. What is the difference between the Oregon Democrat Party and the Oregon Republican Party? I've noticed the ODP the Democrats, supports and helps their Democrat legislators and candidates ongoing. I've seen that consistently. They're organized. They're on the same page as their legislators, and they actually talk to them and support them and promote them. They help with communications and roundup, help wherever needed. Unfortunately, I've never seen anything like this from the ORP. Why is that? It's no wonder. We can never take the majority. It's as if everyone has a gag order. Why isn't the ORP talking to the legislators, supporting the legislators, talking to the PCPs in the counties and getting everyone on the same page, helping with the media? Right now, the Republican senators need to get the truth out to the public on the corruption of the Democrats and their blatant disregard for the law. Republican senators have stuck their necks out to help your help. And they need help. They stuck their necks. I, I read that wrong. The Republican senators have stuck their necks out to help every Oregonian, and they need help, your help. If the shoe was on the other foot, the Oregon Democrat Party would be all over this. And they are slamming the Republicans for not doing their job, their usable, their usual mantra, which, as we know, Republicans is not true. They'll be getting the pro propaganda out to every Oregonian. No one counters them except for the legislators and their email lists and press releases in hopes they get printed. Now, I'm going to stop here because it, it goes on. Everything she is lamenting is everything I have said to you. Democrats get their message out with a willing media 
and because they know, based on poll-tested messaging, what sells. The Oregon Republican Party doesn't. Neither do the senators. Because, again, their message today has nothing to do with enraging people to blast the Democrats. Talking about Democrat corruption ain't going to do it. I'm sorry. Talking about Democrats not observing and adhering to the Constitution ain't going to do it. It's right that they pointed out. It's right that they filed a lawsuit. But if that's what you're hanging your hat on, you're losing. You're losing the PR battle. And this email is frustration from somebody inside who sees it. But this is about 10-year-olds getting abortions and 10-year-olds getting transgender surgeries without parents' knowledge or consent, folks. That's what this is about. And every day that Tim Knope and the Republicans don't hammer on that, they lose. 6.30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, I remembered to turn back on my microphone. Great to be with you here on Political Coffee. Yes, I'm your host, intrepid, indefatigable, I think a newspaper editor once described to me when I was in the legislature. Whatever the heck that means. Anyway, I'm in a good mood today. It's Friday. I hope that you had a wonderful National Day of Prayer. I did. I was honored and blessed to pray yesterday on a Zoom call right after I got off the air. And then yesterday evening in the steps of the Lynn County Courthouse in Albany. And then later at the gazebo at the state capitol. It was wonderful. Wonderful to pray for government and military and first responders, firefighters, law enforcement, and those people who, uh, unfortunately, I spent a fair amount of time packaging up people as a firefighter and taking them into the emergency room. So those emergency room techs, the nurses, the doctors, the trauma they see on a daily basis. We're blessed in this great nation to have people who will step into the breach for us. It's why we pray, folks. It's why we need to be praying for our leaders, including Tina Kotek, Wagner in the Senate, Rayfield in the House, Tim Knope in the Senate, Vicki Brees Iverson in the House. Praying for your county commissioners. They need to make wise decisions. Republicans are not going to be able to stop everything in the House, folks. It's just the reality of, of where we are. But they could stop a lot more if they used better messaging. 
Are they winning the PR battle? I say they're not. You tell me what you think, if you even care about it. Maybe you want to talk about Shamia Fagan, the story here about she allowed her outside side gig employer, who was paying her 10 grand a month, you know, the marijuana company, to edit the language, the summary of the state's audit on that company. That, my folks, is highly illegal. Phil Knight gave another couple of million dollars to a political action committee that supports Republican legislative candidates. What do you think he's expecting in exchange for that? Hmm? Just curious. The FBI director, by the way, has been subpoenaed after a whistleblower reveals a criminal scheme memo involving Joe Biden. And they rightly want to know from the FBI director, what'd you do with this? Did you know about it? Of course he knew about it. Then I want to get into this, this Federalist article. If you are a young white male or if you're a, just a white male and you stand up in the public square to defend innocent people from crazy people and they happen to be black you know what's going to happen and it's a message that's being sent on purpose it is Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk. It doesn't have to be what's on my chest today. What's on your mind today? 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I'm going to read to you in a moment from Doug. About the generation war. Boy, is there one. Yeah, you know, it uh, just turned cold all of a sudden. You know, one of these days, it's going to warm up. Are you going to be comfortable in your home? Well, maybe everything seems like it's working right now. That's cool. But will it continue? Maybe you need a little maintenance, just regular preventative maintenance. Told you a story yesterday about my father's widow and how she has maintenance done twice a year on her heat pumps. They have two of them in their house. That's smart. She never has a problem. How about you? Maybe it's just time for you to get maintenance done. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll get it done for you before your system begins to tell you, yeah, I got a problem. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, Freedom Heating and Air. Net. Here's Doug's email. On Freedom Friday, what's on your mind? Again, it's 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Give me a call. If anything you want to get off your chest, this is your day. Or you can send me an email. And I'll do my best to read it on the air. You just got to get it to me early enough for the end of the show. Here's what Doug says. Regarding the generation war. Yes, Jeff, we are at war. A generational war. Older generations have completely failed the younger generations. That is the reason for the war. Older folks will always argue to keep the status quo and vote in the statist who promised to take care of their late life goodies. 
All the while, younger generations are told to just deal with it. It's just the way it is. Give a third of your life's earnings to others. The boomers, you must. So our productive working years go to those who don't work or just push paper around. It is a system that works against us, keeps us fighting each other rather than the status tyrants who would like to keep us fighting. We have to decide to be on the right side of history and stop thinking politicians are our friends. This just leave well enough alone, sonny boy, attitude ain't cutting it anymore. There's only one law, do no harm. Freedom is nothing more than just being left alone. That's what Doug thinks. What do you think? Just curious. 503-589-1220. Again, that is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. And then a bunch of new emails came in, so I'm just going to read them. Jim had written me another email earlier about uh, a number of questions about House Bill 2005. This is an, another anti-gun bill. And he writes me and says, Kevin Starrett answered my question. Evidently, if states can make their own rules on women's reproductive rights and decriminalize illicit drugs, they can supersede federal laws and redefine rules regarding firearms without repercussions. Yikes. I certainly hope he's wrong about that. A state employee who shall never be named writes this. Who are the real losers? Is it? It is not just the Republicans. It is not just that Republicans lose every day. That they don't passionately articulate how 10-year-olds can receive abortions and 15-year-olds gender transition surgeries without their parents' permission or knowledge. By the way, I'm being told that it's actually down to 10-year-olds that can have gender transition surgeries. I need to reaffirm that, but if that's true, that's even worse. He continues, the real losers are the people of Oregon. Real losers are the children who are aborted, who receive abortions at 10 years of age, whose bodies are mutilated and emotions and mental states are irreparably damaged. Real losers are parents who will lose their God-given rights to lovingly care for, nurture, and raise up their children to be happy, healthy, and secure in their own bodies and persons. We will all lose if House Bill 2002B goes through, and that loss will cause great pain and destruction to many. There's an anonymous email about two topics. Statesman Journal on the second page, of course, said nothing of the truth of why Republicans walked out. 10-year-olds getting abortions and 15-year-olds getting physically mutilated by osteoporosis-causing drugs. Second unrelated topic. This person writes, why were people put out of work? How many people lost jobs? Why is the post office delivering my newspaper now? I didn't know the post office was delivering the newspaper now. Is that right? I mean, I get some, like the Capital Press, agricultural weekly newspaper comes out on Fridays. It gets delivered through the mail and has for a long time. But I mean, if you're talking about 
like the Statesman Journal or whatever. Didn't know about that. Why were people put out of work if you're referring to COVID? That's all part of the plan. You know, we got to get people used to the idea of um, government controlling everything in their lives. Click, clock, cluck. This is an email from Julie. By the way, it is Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. By the way, are any of you going to be watching King Charles' coronation tomorrow? Hmm. Apparently, Joe Biden is skipping it. And I'll get you all, I promise you. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Last segment for this week here on Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. I got to go to the phones. Got a couple people lined up. We'll start first with Tim. Tim, go. I'm sorry, Jeff, if you see me. I did. Okay, well, John and I testified yesterday on the gun bill. And uh, the 1 o'clock committee meeting, I think we were, the, we were the last ones to testify. So we waited about three hours to testify, and uh, John focused on the bill. Boy, he digested that thing and was very specific. It's very impressive. This is the, this is, this was the militia bill, right? Correct. Yes. And uh, especially with his background, but then after the committee meeting, I found him outside in the hallway just really working it. So it was a lot of fun being with John during that testimony. Working it, meaning uh, talking with people, engaging people, is, is that what you mean? Yes, the person who uh, presented the bill. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he was in the war room yesterday with us folks. John and Tim were both there. And John had gone through this bill line by line and had it all marked up and had a big D minus on it and so forth. And uh, he engaged the person who the legislator, Democrat legislator who introduced the bill. So how, how do you think it turned out with that Democrat legislator? Well, he, boy, they were engaged. She wasn't fighting what he was talking about or anything. It was very impressive. So, so they were actually having a conversation. Yes. Good. And then, That's since positive. it went so long, 
I'm going to be, I got a parking ticket and I'm going to ah. be providing donuts for the city staff. <laughs> and then one last I know. one. Anna, we need to give her a lot of credibility because of her background. And she really deserves all of our support. Very good. You're right. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for, we quit watching at the two hour mark because uh, I had to leave the war room. Uh, good, good on you guys for staying and, uh, and, and talk. We, they never got to the bill while we were watching. It was just un, unfortunate, but thanks, Tim. I appreciate you being on. Let's go to our next caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Hey, good morning. Can you hear me? Hello, you're on. Hello? Hi there. You're on. Oh. <laughs> well, I just was curious if you follow uh, uh, Hillsdale College. I, I, I do. First of all, who is this? Henry Schmid. Hi, hi, Henry. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling in. I do. I follow Hillsdale. I get in Primus. Uh, what What do you think of what they're doing? Well, I was really curious. This last March issue of Imprimus, it kind of runs across some of the details about the paying Americans not to work. In 24 states, unemployment benefits and Obamacare subsidies are equal to or above the national median household income. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah. It said that three of the states, a family of four with no one working, can receive over $100,000 a year in cash and benefits. In 14 states, that number is 80000 <laughs> That's so astonishing, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> a, unbelievable. That's why nobody's working anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because government... I, and I, I actually ran into this years ago, even in Southern Oregon. I was doing some of my grassroots work, Henry. We were hiring people to go door to door. And we were, and back then, we were paying 15 bucks an hour. I mean, this is probably 10 years ago. Well, maybe not 10 years. I mean, maybe eight years ago. Anyway, 15 bucks an hour. And we went to the unemployment office, or the employment office, and they said, you know, you're going to have to pay $22 an hour to equal what they can get from us. <laughs> yeah. $22 an hour. I tell you, I woke up in a hurry. It was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to get worse. They keep, bringing, you know, keep raising the deficit and printing more money. And the money doesn't come to us. I don't know where it's going. Uh, it's we're... going into the stock market and other places. That's where it's going. Henry, thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for calling and uh, pointing out something that is just absolutely true. Julie's email. Click, clock, clock. She writes, the Republicans who walked out did a good thing. Stipulating the reason as the law does not comply to constitutional standards is a cop-out. It's meaningless. Makes them look like whiners or idiots. Seems to me they are clucking amongst themselves. Do not want to offend the small vocal alphabet community. You will avoid the true issue with this writing issue. 
They are lying to themselves and to us. Their campaign model in 2024 ought to be cluck, cluck, cluck. My campaign model is let's go, Brandon. Tim talked about um, what he talked about. And then Linda writes an email about, I I resent everything he said. My son is nowhere near what he's talking about. And I have fought to instill how it used to be but I never supported any giveaways to anybody. Work ethic. Okay, let's go to Nick. Nick, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jeff. So, I think the question that uh, don't really get or get the answer to is the end game. By the way, can you hear me okay? I can, yes. You got one minute. Okay. All right. Uh, so, I think when people figure out what the end game is for the left, for the RTM. Remember way back when you said uh, you identified them as progressive totalitarian Marxists. Well, I use that all the time now with folks to really call them what they are. I think that needs to be defined and clearly, clearly laid out before everyone to make us understand, help us understand why the left wants to break this country. And I think the bottom line is they want a bunch of men to be in the breadline under their control. That's it in a nutshell. Well said, Nick. Thank you for also for listening. Obviously, you've been a longtime listener, and I appreciate that. And yes, thanks sir. for, well, it putting in place the whole reason I do this radio show, and that's to help you change your world by talking about these issues in a way that allows you to have persuasive conversations with other people. And yes, we do need to further define what is a regressive totalitarian Marxist, which, by the way, One of our listeners is the one who actually sent that to me. I don't remember who it was, but I got to tell you, we do. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep being persuasive. Talk about this bill. Ten-year-olds getting abortions without parental consent or knowledge. Ten-year-olds getting transition surgeries without parents' consent. Talk about that with somebody this weekend, and you call me Monday and tell me what the reaction is. Pray for this state. Pray for our leaders. Pray the Republican senators to get their brains back.